Time to saddle up, partners, and hit the trail onto the twisted road of fake history. Over the rolling plains, through sagebrush and cactus, and straight into the wild and problematic tales of the Old West. There it is, just over the ridge. You're headed straight into another episode of Hoofbeats in My Heart for a third time. There ain't no ifs, ands, or buts with the hoofprints on my guts from all them hoofbeats in my heart for a third time. The final episode, The Negotiable Bonds of Love. When Marshall Brown relieves the posse of Ruby Buckaroo, he takes her as his prisoner, but she pulls a switcheroo. The dark and colonel zero in on the strong box they aim to crack. While the show is held in the savings bank And rubies passed out in the back Give a peek through that there hole in the curtain, Lattice. What you spotting out there? I'm a-seeing we got us. Looks like the whole town of Pencil Point done come to watch this here show, Charlotte. There ain't no empty seats that I'm a-noticing. This bank makes a plum-dandy theater for sure. The show's a-starting in a few minutes. Let's skedaddle backstage and warm up our dancing moves once to more. Try and aim your triple-and-a-half-kick east of my head this time. Ah, did you hear what she said, Fritz? There is an audience of people to see our show. So, Ritz, we should also warm up what it is we will do when we are to do it. That is good. You know, Ritz, I should be wearing the little red flower on you. I miss wearing it on you, too. Let us go back and get it from that closet, yes? Yes, yes, we should unlose it again. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen of Pencil Puente, welcome most heartily, one and all, to the colossal and breathtaking performance of the blister and bucket, highly first-rate travelling theatrical show. I am the co-owner, Colonel Charles Tucker Bucket. And me, I'm Dr. Blister, but you can call me Doc. Before we begin our extraordinary show, the Doc and I would like to give our thanks to someone sitting in the first row, right there in the audience. She is none other than Mrs. Lucretia Sneef, chairwoman of the Pencil Pointe Municipal Opera House Uplift Committee. This here show's long enough without all your yakking, Mrs. Sneef. You can sit yourself down now. Folks, me and the Colonel is a-thanking this fine lady because she found us a place for to put on our show, the Pencil Point Municipal Opera House. Which done blowed up. Then she went and got us inside of the General Wilfred Cackleberry Memorial Courthouse. But that done blowed up too. 
And then we wasn't gonna hold our show inside the General Wilfred Cackleberry Memorial Chicken Shack. Hold up there, fellers. Cause that done blowed up. Thank you, Professor Cowpuffer. Please sit down. Well now, folks, here we are gathered in one of the last standing buildings in downtown Pensilpointe, the General Wilfred Cackleberry Memorial Bank. This show appears to be starting off really fine. They have performed before the crowned heads of Europe, none of whom have actually let them into their luxurious homes. Furthermore, sorry for the noise outside, folks. As I was saying... Oh my! Somebody outside is kicking against the side door. I hope they can't hear all this noise out in the audience. Oh, they did hear all that banging. Yes, Colonel Bucket. I'll stop the noise, Colonel Bucket. I'm sorry, we don't have any extra. Marshall Brown! Good evening, Miss Kayapi. Oh, look at you! All dusty and run down? Oh. I was offered the choice of walking back into town or of... Actually, walking back was my only choice. We have to keep our voices down, Marshall Brown. The performance has started. I am actually in the wings observing a theatrical performance? Shh! Yes, you are! The Colonel and Doc are on stage. Now, folks, we're starting this here extravaganza with some piano playing the likes you ain't never heard of before. And here he is, the one, the only, Mr. Stiegel Huckabee. Where am I, righty there, Colonel. That ought to satisfy them buzzards sitting out front till the next act. That's right, Doc. Well, lordy. Look at who was kicking in the back door of the bank. Howdy, Marshal Brown. Good evening, Dr. Blister, Colonel Bucket. Doc, it looks like it's back to plan A again. Marshal Brown, we didn't think we'd be seeing you again. As you can see, the performance has already begun. Do you, do you have that negotiable bond key? The one that opens all the strong boxes in the territory? We figured we can sort of kind of watch over that there very important key round your neck whilst you're out on the stage. For safekeeping. Thank you for your kind offer, gentlemen. The key and I have, in a matter of speaking, parted company. Meaning you don't got the strong box key round your neck no more? That is correct, Dr. Blister. Back to plan B, Doc. May I speak with you over yonder? Surely, Colonel. If you'll excuse us, Marshal, Miss Kayafi. <gasps> I just noticed. 
You're handcuffed, Marshal Brown. Oh, did I neglect to mention that, Miss Kayafi? Another unusual turn of events on the road to Pencil Point. That's why I was reduced to kicking the door. But at least I still possess the key to the handcuffs. It's in my side pocket, if you don't mind. Mind? Let's get you free of those awful shackles. So this is where they finally decided to put on the performance in an unexploded bank. Got it. Hold out your wrists. There. Oh yes. Much better with them removed. Thank you, Miss Kayafi. I saw you ride out of town on a horse earlier with Ruby Buckaroo. You were being chased by a posse. Your observation is accurate. I soon rid myself of the posse. And Ruby Buckaroo? I suspect she may be lurking about Pencil Point somewhere for a short period. Once she um consults with Doctor Blister and Colonel Bucket, I believe she will gallop off to parts unknown. For a short while, maybe. To Miss Buckaroo, time has no meaning. Does she still have hoofbeats in her heart for you? To Miss Buckaroo, hoofbeats in her heart has no meaning either. I've heard through updates from Federal Headquarters that she has a reputation for gathering cowboys' hearts like so many charms on her figurative charm bracelet. So, is there a little Marshall's badge on her charm bracelet too? Undoubtedly so. Why do you ask? Let's discuss it after the performance, Marshall Brown. I need to think some more. Thank you kindly, folks. Ain't that little Miss Molly Huck dummy or something? Playing two trumpets with your nose ain't none too easy. Our next distinguished performers we're presenting this evening are two folks I'm sure everybody has heard about. But now you are going to see them in the flesh. Here are the celebrated dancing team of Roos and Romaine. Howdy, everybody. I'm Charlotte Roos. And I'm Lettuce Romaine. My dancing partner, she's going to begin our part of the show by demonstrating her famous triple and a half kick. She's going to knock this here silver dollar off in my right shoulder. Ready, Charlotte? I'm all loaded up, ladies. Then commence with your high kick. Lettuce, lettuce, you're right. You're supposed to kick the silver dollar off in my shoulder, not in my jaw into my skull. I am thinking of it. If you wear the little red flower, it will look better on me. Then I will wear the flower, Ritz. I like it very much when you look good. We lost the flower when you threw it in this closet. Yes, so I need to take it out of the closet and unlost ah, it. Ah, yes, that is good. Uh, there is the closet. Uh, good. It is where we left the closet. Oh, hello. You have a nice day tonight. I have unlost the flower. Here it is. Uh, Fritz, 
Who is it in the closet you said hello to in the closet? When I picked up the flower in the closet and unlost it, I saw Ruby Buckaroo is sleeping in the closet. In the closet you saw Ruby Buckaroo sleeping in the closet? Yes, because she was asleep. Oh, that is good. Everybody needs to sleep. Uh, let me pin the flower to your costume. Huh? There. Do you look good with me wearing the flower, Fritz? I never have looked any better than I do, Fritz. Let us go over to the stage. It is time to do what we will do. Ah, yes, whatever we do, we will do it. That is good. Thank you, thank you, Gus Huckdummy. And now, folks, you know why they call him the big man with the educated toes. Me and the Colonel got for you now a young lady who done hauled herself all the dang way down from Canada. Come on out here and give us a tune. Miss Cody Kayafi, the Canadian Canary. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Pencil Point, you are too kind. Well, sir, a song that originated in my small hometown of New Cogetville, Saskatchewan, and spread to the four corners of the earth. Perhaps you've heard of it? Lock not your porthole, Priscilla. Tonight, I dedicate this song to a very noble United States Federal Marshal that I know, who is so very special to me. He is a friend, but oh, so much more. What key would you like us to play this song in, Miss Kayavi? What was that, Mr. Bandleader? What key? Why, the key of love. A jackass done used my skull for a kicking post. Hold on there a dang minute and a half. I got me a remembration. I was a hiding like in that there closet. Somebody done tossed in that little old red flower, and that's when I was getting dissicated and slop need. Hmm. I just got myself all woked up. Because there ain't no red flower in that there closet no more. That weren't no hoofbeats in my heart that done made me all played out and fallen off in my horse. It was, it was that dang flower what done it. And who was it I done seen with that there flower once before? Oh, them two critters, the doc and the colonel, been trying to shove me off to sleep. For good. I'm gonna grab them, too, and then... Dang it. I done promised Marshall Brown I wasn't to get even with them two polecats till after this here theater show is over and done for. The Marshal said he was a-trusting me, and the word of Ruby Buckaroo is good as a gold bar, you betcha. 
Somebody's a coming. Back in the closet. I can't possibly participate in the performance tonight. It isn't... It isn't possible. Well, why not, Marshal Brown? The Doc and I need you to be on that stage tonight. Colonel, even though I was to mark my dramatic debut on the legitimate stage, reciting the turgid stanzas of the ancient Greek poet Achilles' heel, I have missed far too many rehearsals. I couldn't possibly disappoint my public by giving a less-than-stellar performance. And as a member of the acting profession, I most fervently desire to earn their approval and approbation. Well then, this here's your lucky day, Marshal Brown. We got something for you to act in the show without any dang rehearsing and such. This. Oh, and what is that you hold, Dr. Blister? This here's a strong box full of negotiable bonds. Uh, you're sure you ain't got that there strong box key around your neck no more? That is correct. It was, um, reallocated elsewhere. Then the doc and me feel this calls for plan B. You will go before the audience with this actual, like, strong box and demonstrate to them how a criminal... Like, um, Ruby Buckaroo, for instance, would break into such a formidable container. But... but that would be robbery. It's make-believe, Marshal. You're only pretending. This here's just play-acting. Taint for real. No? Oh, no, no. Once you've broken a lock, you give an educational talk on how you've accomplished your feat of daring and might. In the meantime, the Doc and I will have taken the strong box off the stage and put it in a safe and secure place for the bank folks. What do you say, Marshal? Um, do I get to wear a costume? Well, slap me britches, course you do! Come with us to the costume trunk, Marshal. We'll pick out something special for you to wear. Well, I'll be seven hogs in a barrel. You gotta be a bandit to understand how other bandits are a-thinking. Them two rattlesnakes is a-gonna trick Marshal Brown into opening this here strong box. Then these a-gonna hightail it out of the territory with them negotiable bonds. And the bank'll arrest poor Marshal Brown. But them two crooks ain't a-reckon with Ruby Buckaroo. Cause I'm a-gonna take this here key I done gotten from Marshal Brown and open up this here strong box myself. I'll just grab me all of these here bonds. There, the box looks all nice and legal-like again. That there crowd of people watching the show is a-gonna be surprised at Marshal Brown and his play-acting. But them water rats, the doc and the colonel, is a-gonna be more surprised, you betcha. <laughs> Me and my brother, Fritz, we are going to now walk upside down on our fingers. Ah, these are our fingers. They are sticking on our hands. And we will lock our legs together also. Ladies and gentlemen, while doing so, Fritz and Fritz Grumley will conclude their performance by reciting the conclusion of Act 
two of the ancient Roman play by Tippicus Tappicus. Oh, again, there it is, there it surely is. Are you ready, gentlemen? Are we ready, Ritz? Yes, we are ready, Fritz. My brother says we are ready, so we are ready. For of we three, we go for to whom, comrade Ciceros? Many. There are many, comrade Bautupas. Oh, again, there it is. There it truly is. Isn't that wonderful, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you, Ritz and Fritz Crumley, the acrobatic thespians. I am, I am still tangled with you, Ritz. We will try and crawl, Fritz. And while the boys are making their way off in the stage, we got for you folks something that ain't been seen no how and nowhere in the world for tonight. That's right, Jock. The blister and bucket highly first-rate travelling theatrical show is presenting the world stage debut of Marshall Shiloh Brown and a great strong box mystery. Now? Of course now. Come on out here on the dang stage, Marshal Brown. It's your turn. And bring out the strong box with you. Go ahead, Marshal. Explain to the audience what you're about to do. I... Uh, Speak up there, laddie. We can't hear you out here in the audience. And no, we can't. Folks, the marshal is going to show you how a desperado breaks into a strong box. Marshal Brown, say something. Dang, amateurs. Give me that there hammer and chisel, Marshal. He was going to hit the lock off in this here strong box. Like this. Ugh! 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 You got it open, Doc. And that's how a bandit breaks open a strong box. The Doc and I will now leave the stage with the box and Marshall Brown will explain how he did it. Grab the strong box and let's vamoose, Doc. Come on, come on, I've got to do horses waiting outside the bank. Open that dang strong box. Uh, Ladies I... and gentlemen, I must stop the show. I am here to report, as chairwoman of the Pencil Point Uplift Committee, that the strong box of negotiable bonds has been uplifted. Get back or I'll lick each one of you where you stand for sure. Well, I'll be pleased. 
plum sassified. It's Ruby Buckaroo, the bandit queen of the cowboys. <laughs> Listen to me real good, you mangy coyotes. See what I'm holding up? It is the negotiable bonds. That's cause Marshall Brown done take them out of that there strong box for them their low-down varmints. The colonel and the doc done run off with the dang empty box. I did what? To whom? Miss Buckaroo, I had no idea. Fasten up your yapper, Marshal, before I seal it good and tight-like for you. Why, yes, that's precisely the action I took, Miss Buckaroo. As a federal marshal, I easily saw through the flimsy and transparent tissue of lies presented by the monstrous villains Dr. Blister and Charles Tucker Bucket. I simply removed those bonds from the box and gave them to Ruby Buckaroo for safekeeping. You may be thinking to yourselves that turning over negotiable bonds for safekeeping to a well-known bandit such as Ruby Buckaroo, a rather odd choice... I would agree, but ultimately it was a sound one. <laughs> Glory be, my spine has just shivered. Fellow citizens of Pencil Point, Marshal Shiloh Brown is a true hero. He has provided a genuinely sensational ending to a remarkable show. Marsha Brown, my dear. Cody. I mean, um, Miss Kayafi. You are and will always be my authentic ideal of a man. Honest and trustworthy Yet a towering example of a virile stallion of the male breed. Really? Let me give you a big hug. Miss Kayafi, there is an audience present. And an even bigger kiss. There is Ruby Buckaroo present. You can't... Oh, me. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to announce our engagement. This is so sudden. Of Cody Kayafi, the Canadian Canary, to Professor Mosley Kaufpuffer, a cerebral and worthy academic who has won my heart. He, I... You! With his great technical knowledge of stage lighting and my international standing as a performer, we are founding our own theater company, Kayafi and Kalfpuffer. The celebrate my soon-to-be wife's excellent taste in choosing her dang husbands, I done wired up all the standing buildings in Pencil Point. And we're gonna switch on my advanced stage lighting and light up the whole town. Five, four, three, two, one.
I never done seen folks moving that fast in all my born days. That there bank building done blowed up real good. This is Sneef. The Wilfred Cackleberry Memorial Bank has exploded into flecks and fragments of wood and metal. As has the barbershop, the hotel, and the remainder of the town. Our, our community is destroyed, Marshall Brown. With the town of Pencil Point, our buildings and our center of wealth has been blasted into nothingness. <laughs> what? I'm a feeling in my inside guts that the ground's a shaking. And I'm plumb sure all that there exploding business done stirred up something way down deep. This here earthquake ain't for me this time. I done finished with my blowing up. I done told you I was feeling something. You done struck oil. Oh, my goodness, you're right, Miss Buckaroo. It's a gusher of oil right here in Pencil Point. We've discovered oil. Pencil Point is now, in fact, rich. <laughs> Miss Buckaroo. You saved my budding acting career and my actual life from immediate extinction. No need to be so modest like Marshall Brown. You done plucked me out of the claws of that there colonel and the doc and the posse. And the twerk hoofbeats in my dang heart that done laid me low. It was a little red flower that done it. Then my manly manliness was not in fact the cause of your multiple attacks of wooziness after all. Meaning we can leave Pencil Point together like you being the lawman and me being your prisoner? Oh, that. Now get me straight, Marshal Brown. You done gone and caught me fair and square. I'm for sure a honest bandit, you betcha. So's I'm a marching off to federal headquarters with you for sure. Do your duty and snap back on them handcuffs. Well, see here. What would you do, Miss Buckaroo, bandit queen of the cowboys? If I didn't just rip up my orders from headquarters to a rescue? If and you didn't, mostly and probably I'd sort of get the handcuffs right off of my wrists and onto your wrists again and make me escape on my horse again. But I did rip up those orders, Miss Buckaroo. Then I ain't got no notions of riding off on my own this time. Hoof. Beats in my heart for a third time. Them flying horses got their wings a flapping in the hut. There are no ifs, ands, or buts. With them hoof prints and the guts from all them hoof beats. In my heart For a third time <sighs> Hoof beats in our hearts indeed I believe the time has arrived for both of us to have a talk After all, this is the third time 
a serious talk about... Talking? Talking nothing. Kiss me, you dang skizik. Shouldn't we? There ain't no ifs, ands, or buts with the hoofprints on my guts from all them love beats in my heart for a third time. Hoofbeats in My Heart for a Third Time was written, composed, and directed by George Zog and starred Marcy Mencotti, Edwin Wall, Noelle Dupuis, David Elliott, and North Homewood, and featured Anna Maria Alvarez, Joe Kurt, Nico Gerentis, John Lee, K.J. Matheson, Isabel Quintero, Barbara Rosenblatt, Ed Rutherford, Frank Stacio, and Kevin Tice. Musical direction, Twitchell Pond and his Wild West Vaqueros. Recording engineers, Dave Langley and Haley Blomquist. Hoofbeats in My Heart for a Third Time was produced by Granville North Sheridan and Marcella Bernard for Headstall, Sir Single, and Cinch Productions.